everyone, welcome to The Slice, a podcast that is focused on elevating the wealth of Africans globally and is brought to you by Kebo. My name is Toby David and I'm here with Jam. Hello everyone, how is everyone doing today? Um, I'm sure you guys enjoyed our last or our first episode. Um, today's episode is about to be mind-blowing. Yes, yes. So Toby, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about the almighty, okay, it's not almighty, mighty. <laughs> you can never be almighty. You can never be almighty. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about Sapa, uh, the, the well-known Sapa. If you're in Nigeria, you should know what Sapa is all about. So, um, so what exactly is Sapa? Like, what does that mean? I think for the non-Nigerian people that are probably listening. Okay, so... I'm trying to find the dictionary definition for Sapa, but it is a term used in Nigerian. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this word, correct me if I'm wrong. Colloquialism. I don't know, but it's a term used um, in Nigerian street language. The slang. The slang, yeah. That is used to describe a state of being extremely broke. Yeah. or poor, usually after spending extravagantly. So let's say a period where you had a lot of money and you just blew the let's say at the end of the month now, where your salary just came in or one or two side hustles you have going on, money just came in and then in that period, everything calls onto you. The food on the street, the uh, vendor on Instagram, everything just calls and you just notice that in like one or two weeks, they're just back to be I mean, so. that, that's like, it's, it's, I'm sure a lot of Nigerians can relate because Sapa is essentially lack of money for, it could be for a short period of time or it could also be for like a prolonged period of time. It's just like an extreme form of brokenness. <laughs> like broke means like your tush chicken you have, you have maybe like you have some spare cash that you can still buy food <laughs> Sapa means that you're wondering if you would survive the day or the next week with the current account balance you have <laughs> so like i think that's pretty like um the definition of it and a lot of people have you, i don't know if you heard that song adulthood now <laughs> I, I don't know. That's cap. Yeah, I, 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 I know the quote. I don't know the quote. Ah, you should listen to it because I feel like that's pretty much what everybody faces at some point, whereby like you you you're earning this amount and all of a sudden it's like a week or two into you just got your salary maybe on the twenty fifth or thirtieth and maybe the second week of of the next month like the money have gone into half. I like ah yes where did the money <laughs> where did the money go to yeah. and I think today's episode is basically we are going to like dissect how that happens how to avoid it you know and what necessary steps should we take like and it's something that all of us would, can obviously relate to so like how to blow your salary in one week let's start with that yeah, <laughs> but just but just before we get into that one thing that I've come to realize is that Sapa is in our system. It's, it's a systemic something. Yeah. The reason why I say so is because Nigerian pay structure is in such a way that you only get paid. I'm not saying that this applies to everyone. Yeah. There are freelancers here. We have people that are into content creation. We have people that uh, maybe do fashion designing, so they are yeah. paid per job, contract yeah. work. 
but the majority of the people who work nine to five or eight to six or no they earn once a month and that is at the end of the month yeah so there's a lot of there's a lot of things that have gone before that ending of you have seen things during the month you have taken screenshots during yeah. the month of <laughs> shoes you want to buy you have you have saved stuff in your cart on online shopping malls and all that so when really the money comes it's almost like it has assignments ah so yeah. immediately the money comes because all because throughout the whole month you have not received any money yeah so true. you just so you just be waiting ah let this 30th come let this 30th come that jeans i want to buy that shirt i want to buy everything so once the money lands like this half of it has half gone, of it has gone. <laughs> so you've already spent you have spent let's say like half of the money already without it even being there so it's just in the system and it's not something where you can say oh let's change the nigerian payment structure because that one will have to be on the federal scale yeah so if you're not going to change the system, the best thing you can do is to what adjust to it. So I, just just to this point, like there was a fintech founder on Twitter that mentioned this that the best way to the, the way he thinks he doesn't agree with the normal structure of payments. Okay. So he he was saying that the best way to sort of manage money and like say cash management for most people is what if we start paying people um, every two two weeks in Nigeria. So your money, even though let's say you earn, I don't know, a hundred k, for example, in a month, we pay you every two weeks. So twice a month, you get fifty k instead of waiting for the whole money at the end of the month. I don't know what you think about that. Like in like a nutshell of things, would that make the person much more, um, will I say, disciplined in managing the money, or will it make the person much more like I have money coming in next week? Yeah, that is that. <laughs> I understand. And what this is this already something that is done in other parts of the world. Like um America I, I can't say for all the jobs, but yeah. majority of people are paid every either every week or every two weeks. Yeah. So their money comes in, you say, Okay, if I'm not getting money now, I'm cashing my paycheck next week Friday. You understand? Personally I believe that it helps you plan better. Just because in a whole month a whole lot of things happen. It yeah. is four weeks, thirty days. So if you have that money coming in two weeks, it just helps you like, oh, I can chill on this because I know that money is coming in next week. Then you also like spaces your spending. Yeah. On, on like when, okay, you have to wait for the entire 30 days to expire. And plus the money now looks smaller. So if you like have 50k, your brain is thinking, yes. do I really need to buy this shoe with yes, this money? Because yes, I have yes. to eat tomorrow. <laughs> but let's say you have the whole money down, you'll be like, I still have enough money. Let me just make this spending and go through with it. I think, what, what, what about you? What do you think about it? I think it's something to try. And try. Like, I don't know if, if anyone is listening and you think it's something you can try, you guys can give us um, a hint on how it works out. <laughs> how it works out for you. If it works out for you, ah, I'm on board with it. Because I think it's something interesting to just try out. If, another thing that doesn't even make sense, and I know that paying rent monthly is, is fine, but like another thing that doesn't make sense is paying rent yearly. Like how people, like because when I was talking to someone, um, some guys in the US and another like Australia, they find it like absurd. Yes, like it's a foreign thing. Like how how do you make that much money to pay for one year at once? 
Nigeria, you can try. And it's, it's also a lot of commitment because you don't know what happens during, during the year. Like it's, it's a crazy thing, but again, I think it's always going to be like there are certain payment structures that we sort of need to modify as we go along. But um, that is aside the whole day. But okay, let's go back to how to how do you blow your money in a week? Because it's it seems like that's what really happens. Like that's like you give your money, you've yes. already paid half of it. So can we like break that down? How does that happen? Um, so blowing your money in one week, money is very easy to money is very easy to spend, very hard to make. Yeah. Especially in this cashless society they are in now, it's almost like a transfer. <laughs> you do transfer like if you are holding if you are holding the money in cash, it feels bigger. Yes. But now Uber guy will just tell you your money six k. This will like close yeah. the account number, bam, completed. This is about to do the verifier and all that. Yeah. So it's easier for money to go now. So the reason why we need to talk about how to blow your money. In Reminds me of one book I saw. This was years ago. Um, this was years ago. I thought it was a jam book, and the name of the book was "How to Fail Jam." <laughs> I, I, I think it was "How to Fail." Like it was a series. That didn't work against the guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a series. How to fail oh jam, and he made it like per section. How to fail jam English. How to fail jam <laughs> mathematics. So. It, it got me really surprised. I it wasn't my book, but I saw you saw. So I picked up the book and I looked through it and I was like, this thing actually makes sense. Because telling someone how to like fail is actually good to give them an idea of what not to do. So that's why it's not that like we want you to be broke or anything. Yeah. Um how to grow how to grow a salary more week. So let me I think we should just take turns. I'll say one, yeah. say one. I think hmm, eating outside, especially in Nigeria. We that one is that one is constant key because making food at home in other countries there might be the whole there's always the conversation of is it cheaper to eat outside or to but in some Nigeria, countries it's actually cheaper to eat outside but in nigeria that's not the case how much is kilo of chicken outside <laughs> how much will will um what's name of these people let's not even go let's not even go far let's go somewhere close um What's the name? Chicken Republic. We have to replace charity for chicken. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So in Nigeria, that one is a constant. It's not even a debate. Eating outside is way more expensive than eating at home. Then another thing, people might come up with the whole oh, but it's there for social interaction, entertainment value. Yeah. But, so the thing is that you can't eat outside. But the problem is when you make it that you're eating outside four times in a week. Yeah. Because the thing about Lagos and the way Lagos or even Nigeria's design is that anytime you step out, it's thank you. Just like it's thank you. Like you just you just you just put your leg outside your your door. Wow. Like thank that's you the, that's the Uber, that. That's just the <laughs> <laughs> You've not eaten food yet. You've not eaten food, you have not done it. Immediately you step out, thank you, it's gone. That's gone. So that's just the way because you have to have the transport getting there. Eating there, coming back, and that is irrespective of whether it's your car or it's Uber. Yeah. So either way you look at it, it's a lot of money that goes into eating out. Unless your definition of eating out is buka. <laughs> and if maybe there's that's one. Not eating out. Yeah, that's that's not eating out. That was a eating locally. Eating locally. So I mean, I'm I'm so on point with that, like eating outside, because I have decided that the month of June, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because this is June, right? Are we in June? Yes, we are in June. What was the month before June? May. May. May, May June. May. 
I swear, I went out like five to six times and I felt it. I felt it every single time. And that's is, it, is it general going out like cinemas or just like. Like it's to just go out and eat with friends or okay. just go out and meet someone okay. and talk over lunch or yeah. dinner and stuff or go to a bar and stuff and chill. The idea is that I felt choked, like literally choked going towards the end of the month. And I was like, ah, what's going on? Like, what's going on? And I made it. I, I just said, you know, this month of June, yeah, I'm not going out. <laughs> At all. At all. Like, I'm not, if you say it, come, I'm not going out. And the thing about it is that I feel relaxed. Like, and I know it's my own is quite extreme for most people. Yeah. But this is just me telling like, you don't have to go out. I'm just saying, like, you don't have to be fine. <laughs> you can pace it like, okay, this month I'm not going out. Next month I'm, 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 I can't go out. Do you get? Or, like, I feel less choked that. I feel like I have more dispensable income than before to make expenses. Like this month, I've, like it was easier for me to just say, yeah, oh yeah, let me just transfer this money because I have no plans of going out. <laughs> that money was just kept aside. So I feel like that is like spot on. Like controlling the amount of times you go out, and uh, people people need to learn how to say no to certain things. Like, unless someone is paying for you, Sha. Yeah. But this is for guys. I know, guys, anytime you go out to spend money, yes. even if it's not on yourself, you can spend money on someone else. Oh, no. So, like, for guys, just girls, they have a special gift from <laughs> going out and not spending much money. Yeah, that's true. But I think that's number one. I think number two is um, black tax. I'm not spoken a lot about black tax, but like for most people that don't understand it, it's basically like money you send back home. Like that's the, the like say the basic definition of black tax. The money you basically send back to your family. And we're in a culture where like a lot of people, or we're in a culture where we are coming from. We always strive to be better than our parents. Um, we have more opportunities than our parents now. Yeah. We are open to the global economy. Um, our parents didn't have access to investing in cryptocurrency, in stock in markets, estate. in real estate. But everyone right now can actually like do that from their phone. Our parents didn't have access to working for someone in Germany without thinking of traveling to Germany. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so like the gig economy has actually opened up. Like someone can just use his car. He can be going to work and pick up pick someone up, you know, and still going to same work and end from it. So right now we're open to those opportunities and there is always like a sense of obligation to sort of make sure that you send something back home. That's why a lot of the money, the the foreign direct investments, the dollars that we get into Nigeria from outside abroad, from the diaspora, and are going into like their families here. And that money is used for spending. It's not even investment. They just want to buy food. <laughs> so like, even here, like some people come to Lagos, try to build something for themselves. They always like, I need to send something back home. I need to send something back home. And it's natural. It's normal. But like, it's not a bad thing. I think most people try to. I don't know why it looks weird to say black tax because I think tax like that is obviously going to look very bad and, yeah. and unhealthy for like someone's financial. But like we are in a society where like it's important to actually give back because you know where you're coming from. You just have to, right? 
the only issue where people have um, the only issue that people have around it is that like you don't know when to say no or you don't try and think of avenues to make other people start building wealth or start creating other sources of income like, it's only that like, you're just like handing out dollars yes. every month right so i noticed someone last year was a fintech founder he basically said um at the end of last year, he said that I took my family, I took myself out of black tax, but that was his accomplishment. Like he just said, you know what? Um, I'm going to set up something for my parents. I'm going to set up something for my siblings. They're going to work for the money, and they're not going to disturb me ever again. <laughs> and that just liberated him, right? So that's like an extreme form of it. For most of us, all you have to do is sort of say, you know what? I don't want to kill myself because I also have to build something for myself. Um, I'm going to give as much as I can that is within my bandwidth. Just plan for it. Not every day you should be jumping up the hills for because, like, you have to take care of yourself as well. You just have to establish those limits. Yeah, you have to. Ex- the people expect exactly. money. Like, okay, well, this is the money that is coming. Though. Do you want me to die or not? <laughs> yeah, do you want me to die or not? If you are expecting more, it's not me that is going to give you. Exactly. Okay, exactly. I understand. Then, if, if, if possible, try and create. At least plant seeds of making sure that there is some level of cash flow coming in. So whether it's maybe your siblings um, thinking around and making sure that they're doing something extra to sort of earn from it and keep it so that even your your parents are not disturbing them or they are not so much pressure to take care of them anymore. Or you're providing an avenue for even your parents to be earning something as well without you even bothering about yourself. Um, so these are like the like, well, I say the realities of like the African person, yes. regardless of whether that you're in the US or, or anywhere, whether you're, whether you're even here, you're, you're here even in Nigeria. Um, what other things do you think um, can can help you blow your money? <laughs> um, so it's it's two in one. So I'll just talk about one, but it's like two in one. So impulse buying. Yeah. Impulse buying. So impulse buying is basically buying on impulse. It means that <laughs> once you feel the need to buy, you buy. Yeah. And it happens for anything and everything. You are passing by, you are passing by, maybe you are passing by and you see like spaghetti on the street, yeah. something like that. You really just pass it like impulse, you just buy it. Or you pass by a boutique and you see a very nice sweatshirt in the, in the show glass. You just get inside, how much is it? 30k, oh yeah, give me. And then you just buy. So impulse buying is a very... And the thing about impulse buying is that you don't really track it. It's just that, oh, oh, oh what's, this? What's, this? what's this very popular book? This life, I can't kill myself. <laughs> so you just, I can't kill myself once, twice, three times. Before you know it, you half of your... <laughs> Before you know it, it's you that's killing yourself. So, so impulse buying is something you have to be very 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 cautious about but let's we have not gotten into the solution part so yes you want to blow your money anything once you feel like buying something you buy it if it looks good on instagram you message the vendor you order it if it looks good on what else is there Jumia, yeah you buy it so impulse buy it it didn't about impulse buy because i was talking to someone i feel like there are two core things that that leads to this impulse buy there is the behavioral part of it where like people are <clears throat> people seem to have a certain type of spending habits that requires them to constantly 
feel satisfied every single moment. Like they just want to be satisfied. They don't care about um, any other thing. What will kill me will kill me later in the future. So there is that behavioral aspect of it. There is also the aspect of your finances. So when certain people would obviously feel like because constant capital or cash flow is coming in as often as they would like there is this certain need to obviously spend it because it's just flu yeah. that's when you see that people that let me give an example um let me give an example yao boys for example mm-hmm. when they blew <laughs> good blew <laughs> yeah. there's this need to just like and the thing is that the money is coming yes they just need to just spend it and not even about that like if someone is earning a reasonable amount of money within a month and the expenses maybe the person's expenses was not so much before when that money comes in there is this tendency it's just the tendency La- uh, lifestyle inflation just lifestyle inflation lifestyle, that's people that don't know what lifestyle inflation is it's like when your money just when, when you're, you're earning income, when you're earning let's say 50k yes and, um, <laughs> 4K data plan was looking like that was even that was even let's say um, 5,000 naira jeans yes, yes. was looking okay but suddenly you started earning 100k and you started looking at 5,000 I can't be wearing 5,000 naira jeans now. <laughs> I can't be like I can't be. I can't, but if, if it was you that was chasing the 5,000 naira jeans so that's just lifestyle inflation but, I, but, like, the annoying thing about lifestyle inflation is that you have to some people don't recognize it until it's too late like it's just so people you should like lifestyle inflation again the, the term is that as your income increases your expenses almost increase as you say much <laughs> like it's just matching up it's like oh my money increased by 100 percent and my expense also increased but it doesn't really make sense it doesn't have to like increase in the same um way but like i think that's one of the two main areas that there's a behavioral part of it that I think platforms like saving platforms have actually helped a lot of people sort of build that culture. Um, there's also the like the spending money, which is I feel like it's a, um, it's it's a normal thing when you've not even you've seen the money coming and your expenses was like ten percent. All of a sudden, the money is like hundred percent, and you're like, oh more. And the money is consistently coming. And when that money consistently comes in, it's a crazy thing because you just feel like I have money. Can do this. I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> do so I feel like that's like a very big, um, big, big influence on it. But like, how do we even um, stay in line with all of this? Like, how do we sort of help people combat, you know, different elements of SAPA? You know, what would be the first thing someone would have to do to sort of say, you know what, I'm earning this. I don't want to see how, like, in a week, my money is gone. Half of it is gone. How do I sort of navigate around and make sure that something is working out for me from from like a financial standpoint? Okay, so I think all of us, everyone knows the answer for this, like the default answer that's budgeting. But the thing about budgeting, okay, let me just um, do offer some budgeting and try to so the thing about budgeting. So budgeting simply is that okay, you're allocating money for different areas. Expenses. So, 
you're allocating money for different areas of your expenses. So what that means is that when the money comes, let's say you're earning 100 let's say you're earning 100 k you have already budgeted that okay, I'm only going to spend 30k on food this month or I'm going to spend 10k on foil and no matter what, it's not going to go past this boundary. That is very important because if you don't plan with money, money has a way of just leaving your hand. We are in a, we are we are in an age where most of our stuff is cashless. So to a certain extent, it's good because you can still go to your bank app and see okay, minus this, this one is red. This one, is, the bank app I, I use, it shows red for debit and green for credit. So it, you can still in a way still see it, but at the end, of, but still you still have to make sure that everything is budgeted for. Now, in a, in line with what I was saying before, I was talking about for. Thing about budgeting is that for some people, just because, especially if, and this is a lot of this is a very common case for Nigerians, they came from a place of they were not having money before, yeah. So now they're having money. And the thing about people that that were not earning money like serious money before, and now they are earning serious money, is that you just want to blow, yeah. That's why if you go. I don't want to mention this so that I'll give a particular artist, but if you pick any... Mention the name, as you mention... not be us. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, for example, you pick someone like Portable now. Oh my goodness. If you, Please, if you, uh, <laughs> I live in the churches. <laughs> <laughs> you pick someone like... I don't I don't know if Portable was was living in Lekki or Aja or something, yeah, but yeah, I want yeah. to believe that he had humble beginnings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you pick someone like that and you give him some kind of money, the first thing on his mind is just what can I buy because he's coming from a place of lack. Yeah. And that's the case for most of us Nigerians. We, we didn't grow up with like many cars in the house or many clothes. So now that you have the money to buy clothes, in your mind is just like all those things I didn't have before. Let me just get them. Yeah. So the thing about budgeting is that for some people they struggle, especially if you, if that's your case where before you could not afford so much but now you can afford so much so the best thing for people i believe that the best thing for people that struggle with budgeting is that once the money comes throw it somewhere throw a percentage of it that's a there's a term for it pay yourself first yeah pyf pay yourself first so once the money comes let's say that 100k comes you you want to save let's say 40k or Let's be realistic. 20 to 30k every yeah. month. Just carry that 30k. Throw it in that one bank account. You know that you don't touch like that. Or the bank account, you know you don't have card for. You just throw it there. So once you throw it there, the remaining 70k, you blow it. Yeah. And you make sure that no matter how bad it gets, you are not going to touch that 30k. So then from that 30k, you can also have. So I think it's a thing of growth. That's thing about finances. So. When you first get that money, that money, when you trade, you can just be like, oh, this is savings or emergency fund. But as time goes, you now begin to evolve. So you can now, like, manage yourself better and now be like, okay, let me take 40k out instead of 30. And out of that 40k, I'm using 20k for investments, using 20k for savings. That is growth, meaning that you're moving from, okay, a place of savings and investment. Meanwhile, you still have the money that you set aside to spend any which way. So that, I think, <coughs> sorry. That would be a better strategy for people who struggle with budgeting because as much as you want to hammer budgeting into people's head, they cannot control themselves because it's not you that will hold your hand on yeah. the bank app. Yeah. Whatever they want to do, like they say on Twitter, nobody you go tell me what to do with my money. And, and the thing about it, I, I know several several platforms, even fintech platforms, would always say, and even financial advisors would always say, 
oh do the Z20, 30, 50 kind of model. Yeah. And the, the thing I've noticed with most Nigerians is that they don't even bother. Uh, it's always so difficult to pull through. What you just gave is literally what you just gave is literally like the first um will be like the first most practical thing for any Nigerian to do. Right? The practical thing is to pay yourself first. And what that means is that you should not buy Shahama for yourself. <laughs> what it means is that she set aside money that you are focused on saving or you're focused on investing. Right? And just keep that money for it to build interest for yourself. Right? We're going to talk about oh, where that money should go to in some other episode. But like the idea is that if there's any takeaway from all of this to avoid Sapa in any way, is that everybody should start planning a framework or a model that would let them say, you know what, out of every money that I earn as a person, wherever it's coming from, if I have 100 jobs, if I have 5,000 jobs, great, you know. The best way for me to actually like avoid any, um, any extreme brokenness whatsoever is to see how I can set aside a little bit of money that would actually pay me in the future. I think that's number one for me. I think the second thing for me is that people should actually see how, and I know it's the most obvious thing to, for like, this is pretty much the most obvious advice anyone can take. It's just to end more. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's, that's very true. Like, it, the, if you're not comfortable with what you're earning now, and if you're not deriving any value from it, the best thing is how, how do I level up? to become you know to become that person that earns more what kind of skills do i need to acquire in the next few months what kind of um i was listening to someone that the, the person's framework was that if you wanted to start earning five thousand dollars a month you shouldn't start by applying for five thousand uh, five thousand dollars worth of um, jobs next month you should say what kind of person would be able to earn that kind of money how do i network with that person what kind of skills are available for me to learn within that period that will be worth that kind of money and what kind of firms will be able to afford that payment and when you like break that thing down it's usually like a six to twelve month plan like people like rush into it but like if you decide that oh i want to learn Keep an example, the loudest people, sorry, the loudest people on Twitter are UIUX. UIUX. <laughs> Everybody knows UIUX. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> but like, the idea is that anyone will just say, start today and just start copying platforms and start creating case studies around them. Great, fantastic, right? And all in two months or three months, they're already like shouting. Yeah. And it's great. But like, the idea is that if these skills take a lot of time for you to perfect and a lot of them have a lot of expectation when it comes to pay which you get a lot of have a, a lot of, they have a lot of expectations but they don't even have a lot of experience to back it up so like when people are thinking of oh what kind of jobs are, are open for me to earn more or what kind of side hustles are available i think the best approach is to actually like have a plan for it and say, okay, if I'm going to be earning this in the next few months, I need to actually acquire those skills as quickly as possible. And that means that you have to be investing in yourself as frequently as possible. 
like how much are you investing so that amounts you're saying you then I, mean, I, I think i think you should break down the investing yourself because when we are invest is a very good step. so yeah like what's what's what, investing in yourself like the practical number one number two number yeah. three so i think earlier last year i decided that i wouldn't be saving <laughs> i think it's crazy but like i said you know what every amount i earn i'll set aside this particular amount to you know, saving to invest in, right? Um, and so I invest, you're not saving at all, just I was investing. Not saving at all. So your pain that was a strategy. Was just my investment. Yeah, that was, for yeah, that, was my, that was my strategy. I, the reason why I stopped saving was that I looked around and the interest rates I was seeing were were not favorable for the inflation rate I was seeing. So it wasn't matching up, okay. and I wasn't spending a lot. So I just said, you know what? If I'm not spending so much. I think this capital should be used for something else and to yield faster returns or yield higher returns within a prolonged period of time. So that was what I was doing. Another thing that I was setting my money aside for was actually learning. Like when people th- say, okay, invest in yourself, they, most times they actually mean the biggest ROI you can give for oneself is like invest in yourself. You have an only there's no capped amount of money you can earn. If you invest in real estate you're capped to a certain level yes, you get stocks you're capped to a certain level like but if you invest in yourself like there is there is the amount you earn is pretty much unlimited and it starts with like little incremental stuff like it starts with saying oh i think i like ui ux designing right um but let me take a course for it you don't have to buy a course there's so many free courses like people do a lot of free things on youtube just for the followers and subscribers so you can even test that out and watch a video and say okay i want to learn this and see whether it's something that you're willing to pay for yeah. but a lot of people like jump into like paying for it and they, they just figure out that this is not for me so, so like just test, test, the, test the waters like youtube videos learn that if that doesn't work out there are so many other things that can work out so just how do you allocate time and capital to just making yourself a better I like, person. I like what you mentioned because you mentioned time as a resource. A lot of people don't see time as a resource. Yeah. Especially Nigerians. Nigeria. That's like it's for everything. It's complete for everything. <laughs> then there's also, there's also, for example now, in a, in more developed countries, they pay them per hour. Yeah. So there's this value on my time. Exactly. And Nigeria, even generally, everything just shits on your time. For yeah. example, traffic. Traffic. You can't explain to someone in a more developed country that you're spending four hours moving from one place to one place. Exactly. Meanwhile, it's the same state. It's not yes. like you're going from uh, Lagos to, to Kotonou or something like that. So, time is a very valuable resource and it's something that you should always have in mind. Yeah, honestly. So, like, what, what, what have we said so far? We said, number one, try and see how you can fit in a budget, and which is very obvious. But like in that budget, allocate a certain amount of money that you're going to just say, you know what, out of this um, salary I'm earning, I'm putting in 20 to 30k aside. I can spend the 30, yeah. 70 to 80. You just you remove your just mind from that. Remove your mind from, I like what you said. Put it in a bank that you're not touching. Put it in a high interest savings account. Put it in an investment. Anything that you know that you will not touch great that's the first step uh the second step actually is like how how do you think of any more because as you earn more you have more disposable income to even invest and save and spend right 
So having a plan for that is really important. And a lot of people like rush into all of these things and they don't have like an, an, a set out like roadmap for it. It's always nice because when you're ready, you're ready. Like, when you're ready, once you put in that CV and say, I've done X, Y, Z, you're ready. Any question they're asking you, you're not babbling. So it's so cool when you get to that point. Um, the third one is like, how do you constantly invest time and resources yes. into yourself? Like, every month, you, you need but, to just but this is This is more tied to anymore. Because anymore. that's the end goal. Exactly. But like, okay. people should just try and see how allocating the time and resources for that is really important. Because at the end of the day, the skills you have is like, is a reflection of the time and resources that you've taken out and put into yourself. So it's a really big deal for for anyone, like especially like if you're really young in this space. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> and, and just in addition to what you said about about anymore uh, time and resources, is it is it very a lot of everybody's talking about tech, tech, tech now. Yeah. But it's a very industry dependent thing. So depending on the industry that you want to get into, you have to spend more time and resources. If you want to be an OEP, you have to work on your accent, you have to work on your conversation skills, you need to pick up books, things like that. So let it not just be like everything now is taken. Because uh, that's the direction that everyone is moving now. So in addition to ways of combating Zakwa, one another thing you have to be mindful of i mentioned i talked about impulse buying before so the solution to that is you have to you need to have impulse control so it's two things the reason why you have impulse buying is because you have something that is triggering you everyone has their triggers for some people if they smell they smell soup from somewhere they have to locate have a friend like that if he smells soup smelling he has to go downstairs or he has to look at that place that they're sending food and go and buy and if you can maybe someone's house you go and buy food yeah just to see that craving so for everyone it's different for some people your trigger is that oh maybe you come back you're tired and no matter what it is you must just eat. for some people is late night when you're up at night you see some wood tweeting or so you see some wood tweeting on twitter that oh I just finished mixing about 2 a.m. <laughs> so everyone has their own trigger. But someone like me, at a point, I don't know if I don't know if you can remember, but there was a point where I was always buying spark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was always buying spark. I used to find the best spark in the <laughs> I was the day I knew it was bad was there was this there was this um, spark place I passed. I like I fought the impulse that oh I'm not going to buy it, I'm not going to buy it, I'm not going to buy it. I walked all the way to a bus stop and he had to go back. I went back. <laughs> <laughs> I went back. I went back to buy and I was just looking at myself that they don't cash anymore. <laughs> See, they are not doing jazz for me like this. So you need to understand what your trigger is because that's where the impulse comes. For some people, once you see a shoe, there's nothing nobody wants to tell you. Yeah. If you need to if you need to sell out your space, you sell out just to buy that shoe. So understand your triggers and move move accordingly. So um, in addition to that, in dealing with impulse buying, another thing you should always, especially for online purchases, for example, you see a shoe, you know all those screenshots you have, all those, I think Instagram you can save posts. Yeah, you can so all those lists you have, all the shoes on your, on your shoe, collection. shoe collection, <laughs> bag collection, all that delay your purchase the thing is that once once you see it and it's like the only thing on your mind the moment you can delay it maybe like one or two days you begin to ask yourself that ah, do i really need this thing yeah 
But in that moment, it's like if I don't have this thing, my liver is going to wither or my heart is going to fall. So that's something we should always like be very mindful of. And then this is another point now, so because I'm now I'm done with the impulse buying thing. So in conclusion for the impulse buying, so know your triggers and also delay your purchases, especially in this time of um, online buying and all. Another thing that is another point for dealing with SAPA or combating SAPA, another point is that you must, it's not a, you should, you must track your expenses. The reason why a lot of times we look back and I'm like, ah, where did all the money go to? It's because you are not tracking your expenses. It's the little thing, it's that Uber ride you forgot that day. Is that, is that, is that, earpiece you bought on the road for one five like it's the small small things that add up but because you don't track it you don't know so there are many ways of tracking it if you're an old school person you could probably write it down but now there are apps for that some banking apps i think they have a feature whereby you can like write the description but because most of us have at least two banking apps so there are also i think there's wallets there's not wallet africa not the there's a wallet there's, a, there's an app called wallet so you can use that was in that at the point we can add that to the description yeah the wallet the, the app the link for the yeah, app yeah i know about wallet i know about i can't remember anymore second but we just we just add we just add the list of those apps so you can just so in those apps you can write like a category then you can write what exactly it is that you paid for then you can put amount so you just so at the end of the month you can now really look and say ah i spent money here i spent money and by tracking it you begin to see all the unnecessary unnecessary thing all the things that you overpaid for for that for that month so um do you have any other thing to add yeah i i think you're really spot on with the, with the aspect of the knowing your triggers like that's another thing to like take home <laughs> like just understanding who you are and knowing those triggers um but i think everything we've we've sort of helped people understand what sapa is yeah. understand how to spend money faster <laughs> and understand what to do to avoid that situation ever happening again so we've helped you yes, so help yeah. us <laughs> help us by subscribing <laughs> And sharing to other people. And sharing to other people as well. Um, um, before we round up, I just wanted to say that this episode is sponsored by Kebble, right? So what is Kebble? Kebble is a platform that makes real estate investing affordable. So you can own a share of a building, of an apartment, and you earn from the sale of that property, yeah? We've actually like funded over 16 buildings so far right we've paid over a hundred thousand usd in dividends and we would want you to build your wealth or if you're thinking of building your wealth and you're thinking of a stable and reliable way and paying yourself first kebble is the right platform for you right it's www.keble.co simple right that's the platform you just click on it and it's very easy to sign up kyc is really cool um you can start investing today right and start building yourself and paying yourself first so toby any last words for today's episode um any last words any last words i think in conclusion just you have to be very because sapa is very mindful of you so you have to be very mindful of sapa too <laughs> sapa is coming for you be mindful of be sapa. Mindful of sapa. <laughs> so another thing that just popped in my mind just um as we're rounding up is that you need to also look out for deals 
and bonuses, especially in things that are very, very essential. For example, if you know a gas station that is selling gas cheaper, yeah, or you know someone you can maybe a new spot your friend just introduced you that is cheaper to get food from. I'm talking about book out, no eating out. So or maybe like a, a data plan. Data, data plans, guys. Data plans Free. always. <laughs> That's one. That's a constant K on every yeah. like young Nigerian's yeah. wallet or money. It's something that oh, so if you can find a good data plan or just look around. Or one thing that I always do is that I always ask people. I just be like, ah, do you know anybody that is doing twenty naira for five? Gig? I can just I can just say uh, it doesn't exist. Yeah, yet. yeah. But again, I'm always asking people like, oh, do you know anybody that is because. All of us know how much we are spending on data, and we are in an age where you can't just say, "Oh, I will stay without data." Yeah. And the thing is that the way they build these apps, they don't care about the fact that because in developed countries you pay a certain charge and you are getting unlimited data, but in Nigeria everything is limited. You are buying a particular bundle, so they are not making these apps in such a way that they are considering you. They are considering people that have unlimited. For example, now Instagram uses the highest resolution of videos. Maybe they might reduce it small, but it's not it's not so small that it won't it won't have significant damage yeah. on your data balance. So that's something that you have to be very mindful. So just look out for bonuses where you can find ways to cut costs. I'm, I'm not sure of any Nigerian channel that focuses on this or any social media, but since we are mentioning now, Kebu also. Yes. Yeah, so we also, with time, maybe if we see something during the break, we can put it on our podcast that, okay, well, this is the cheapest data plan now, then continue that topic. So that's just that. So just be very mindful of Safa because Safa is very mindful of you. Ah! So what a way to end today's episode. <laughs> be mindful of Safa because Safa is mindful of you. You guys, take care of yourself and see you in the next podcast. Bye. Bye-bye.